What's going on, everybody? It's time once again for the Opie Radio Podcast. I find myself in Chocolate City. Oh, yeah. I'm down here in Washington, D.C. Doing a little uh, short family vacation. Rocking and rolling around Washington, D.C. Uh, I'm heading toward the White House because there's a lot of a lot of interesting uh, people hanging out at the White House all day long. So I'm going to try to see uh, what's go- going on over there. Maybe talk to some of the folks, see what they're thinking as far as the Donald Trump thing goes. Got to tell you, man. No one's really talking about Donald Trump down here. It's really, really strange. Really, really strange. But man, do they sell the MAGA hats and t-shirts and sweatshirts on every damn block down here. Also, the other thing I've noticed about uh, Washington, D.C. since the last time I came down here. I used to um, come down here a lot when I was at XM Satellite Radio. They had us come down like once every, I don't know, couple months to do our show from down here so we could get the feel of Washington. But the one thing that has changed since my days coming down to Washington a lot is uh, they got these electric scooters. My God, they are awesome. I don't think New York City can handle the electric scooters, but Washington, D.C. has figured it out at a few other cities. Although, the homeless people... Every time we jump on one of these electric scooters, it's me with a kid and my wife with a kid. The homeless people, <laughs> they point at us, they point at the scooters, and they go, no, I wouldn't ride those if I was you. I, we have had a few homeless people uh, do this to us, which is hilarious. <laughs> but I guess, uh, I guess there's a lot of people that don't know how to through the electric scooters, so they, uh, they've been crashing these things all over the freaking place. But anyway, it's so cool, though. You have an app. There's like three or four companies down here. I think we've been using Skip, but Lyft is, uh, Lyft is uh, in the game and a couple other companies. And hold on, we'll get a little music for you. A little music for the podcast. All right, uh, that was a bust. Some of these people, some of these uh, street musicians, I learned this when I was in Boston. They know like one like bar of a song, maybe not even. They know like 10, 10 seconds of a song, and they play it over and over and over again. So they learn that 10 seconds and they figure, you know, as you're walking by, you're like, man, that that musician really knows what they're doing. And by the time you pass, they're done with their 10 seconds and they start that same 10 seconds over again. That's kind of what was going on uh, there outside the metro. They didn't really have their shit together. Anyway, back to the scooter. So you get an app, download this app, you walk up to any electric scooter little barcode you take a picture of the barcode it says all right man this is your scooter and then you jump on it it's electric 
tells you how many miles uh, it'll go before it runs out of power. And, uh, and then you're on your way. And then you could drop it off wherever the hell you want. Literally wherever the hell you want. Which made me think of uh, Carl. I started laughing my ass off because I'm like, man, if this was in New York City, how many of these would end up in the Hudson River? Uh, but also with the app, you just click on the app and it, and it gives you a whole map of where all the electric scooters are. You can see if there's one in your area to go get. And it's the best way to, to kind of tool around Washington, D.C. to see all the monuments. Because if you've been down here, man, those monuments are spread out. And uh, it's a lot of walking. But you jump on one of those electric scooters, you're going from monument to monument pretty quickly. And it's a lot of fun. The kids really, really enjoy it. So, love the scooters, DC. Love the scooters. So, we're about a block and a half away from the White House right now. What else did we notice down here? Oh! Went to Ford's Theater where Abraham Lincoln was shot. And uh, they don't really tell you that. Pretty much the whole theater was redone. And not much of the original theater remains. I guess after Abraham Lincoln was was shot at Ford's Theater, the Army took over the space and made it some kind of, I don't know, warehouse or, or something like that. And then fast forward a bunch of years, like the damn thing collapsed and 22 people died. So when you come to Washington, D.C. and you go to Ford's Theater where Lincoln was shot, it was pretty much uh, put back together using a lot of pictures and whatnot. So you're sitting in this theater thinking, wow, this is crazy history. And you realize, no, not really. They redid this damn thing, you know, somewhere in the early 1900s. But then you go across the street and you see the bed that he actually died in. Which, uh, which is pretty wild. Which is pretty wild. And you also learn that Abraham Lincoln has no living relatives. None. No Lincolns are, uh, are alive. That family chain has ended. But Fort Stater is still cool, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of stuck in uh, trying to cross this traffic. I'm at a crossroad here. Let's see. All right, we're getting close. I think we're at Lafayette Park, which is right across the street from the White House. I remember also when I used to come down to Washington, D.C., this park was taken over by the homeless people, but um, they took back the park. It's beautiful now. Really, really beautiful. It's a gorgeous day down here in D.C. Looks like quite the crowd outside the White House. You can see it in the distance. We should be there in like a minute or two, and we'll see uh, see what kind of people are hanging out. We didn't get to go to Arlington Cemetery. That's always a, a must-do when you're down here in D.C. I don't think we're going to make it this time. We pushed it. Wow, there's like Secret Service all over this park. And those are the ones you could see. There's one with that giant German Shepherd to my right. And I have an incredible fear when it comes to German Shepherds. I hate German Shepherds. 
ever since getting nipped in the knee on my paper route all those years ago. So that's my dog that I'm scared shitless of. Yep. True story. As I try to tell my kids, don't be afraid of dogs. And then every time I see a German Shepherd, I lose my mind. I get so scared. All right, we got a tour going on. Let me see if I can get some audio. Tour right in front of the White House. About six years ago, who walked away from it, but because he had post-traumatic stress disorder, um, uh, they had they made him put they put him back up. Okay, all right, let's continue walking. <laughs> I put the mic in front of that lady. You you heard her? She paused. She didn't know what to do. <laughs> I don't even know what she was talking about. Oh well. All right, we are uh, exiting Lafayette Park. We are on Pennsylvania Avenue. Gorgeous spring day. Gorgeous. What's up, brother? Cleanhonestgov.com. What are we? Uh, what are we pushing today? Uh, besides everything you see, uh, clean, honest government. And it's easily attained. All we have to do is just count every registered voter's vote. Right. Every registered voter's vote. Well, that seems to be impossible in this day and age, unfortunately, right? Why is that? Because well, we're, uh, we're not going in that direction. Um, well, it seems like we're making it a lot harder to vote. Oh, no. It couldn't be any easier to vote in the United States of America. Well, no. If they wanted to make it really easy to vote in the United States of America, they would put it on an app like everything else. Can you imagine? Voting for our elected uh, officials with an app? Uh, we're worried about people uh, hacking our uh, computers now as it is. Just putting more, more stuff on the computers just makes it easier to control everything. Yeah, but I don't think the government wants everyone to vote, obviously. Uh, they don't have anything to say in it. All we have to do is count everybody's votes. Right. Ever since 1776, there's only two ways you can vote. You either consent to something on the ballot or someone on the ballot or you don't. Right. And if you don't go to the polling station at all, you have not consented to anything or anyone on the ballot. Do you think you're making your voice known if you don't vote? Of course. George Carlin uh, famously said he doesn't really, he never voted. And that was his way of showing his disdain for the system. He must have read the unanimous declaration of the United States of America, the binding contract among all United States Americans, which basically says governments get their just power from the consent of the governed. Right. Exactly. Which means if you don't go to the polling station, you have not consented to anyone or anything on the ballot. Right. And that means, and in today's numbers, the vast majority of people, 60 to 80 percent of registered voters, have not consented to over 98 percent of the people in our elected offices. If we start listening to those numbers, we can easily get rid of corruption in our government because they can't get the majority of the total number of registered voters' consent. Right. You're a smart man. But are you out here every day? Yes, sir. I'm about to uh, take over here for the night shift. Uh, I'm usually here from 6 p.m. to 7 a.m. And what's, what's this whole setup? Can you explain it? Because this is obviously a podcast, so it's hard to see. Okay. Almost impossible to see because we don't have the video element today. Yeah. So why don't you uh, walk us through what you guys got set up every day outside the White House here on Pennsylvania Avenue. 
1601 Pennsylvania Avenue, across from the 1600, or 1601, across from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. We have a uh, peace vigil. It's been here since 1981. This is this has been here since 1981? Yes, 24-7. Wow. It's against war, nukes, and human rights violations. You have a couple of uh, big boards on each side of what appears to be sort of a tent or igloo, whatever you want to call it. And... Uh, a number of people have been here. Uh, William Thomas, you obviously can't see, but there's a picture of him on each side of it, responsible for having started this. The park used to be, from what I understand, full of protesters until the government came out, threatened everybody with arrest. Yes. And yes, we are getting closer to China and Russia. Yes. Uh, we just have, our government just hadn't started shooting people yet. Right. Yeah, there used to be a lot more people protesting outside, and, and I know you're the. You guys are pretty much the only uh, setup that is stationary. Some yep. people come and go during the day. But, oh, yeah. But you guys are here. Even when they clear out, the Secret Service every once in a while just clears out the area. What's that about? They just want to... Yeah, um, if you look at uh, carefully what they do, when the, whoever's sitting here kind of gets out of sight, then they'll open the park up you, most sometimes right away and uh, start the clock and see how long it takes the person to get back. And if they don't get back within a certain period of time, then they... Uh, Declare that it's been abandoned. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they got some tricks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's been a couple of times I've uh, been in the park when they closed it out, and the person who was down here uh, had gone off to get a coffee, because usually when they're ha- when the person's around, they leave it closed for an hour or two. Now, now what's your history? What, are you, were you born down here? You came down here? What's I don't know. Uh, started out in Iowa. Went to school there. Uh Graduated high school, realized that everything I learned about government and how we're supposed to control it, everything that I was supposed to learn was incorrect, except for a few names and dates, but the events were incorrect. And uh, swore an oath in the military that the same police officers and military and government officials swear today, protect the, uh, well, uphold the Constitution, uh, defended against enemies, foreign and domestic. I didn't know what that meant when I was in, and it wasn't until about three years after I started doing a real good research on it, and thus the uh, what I found and put on the cleanhonestgov.com website. Um, so you've been at this a long time, man. Uh, not long enough because yeah. it ain't over; it ain't done. So, so let's get to the question: What do you think of Trump? He's one of my employees, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, when we start looking at our governments as the enterprises they are, and we own the political enterprises they are, that, and not to borrow too much from the uh, conspiracy theories that our governments are corporations, because ever since 1776, all 1756 dictionaries says corporations, by definition, are body, body politic. Yes, governments are political bodies. Yeah. Therefore, they are corporations. And once we learn to treat them like corporations, we being the owners, we the people being the owners of them, the voters today, registered voters, being the controlling power over our governments, then we can realize that, hey, if they're not doing what they promised they were going to do, and they're doing everything opposite of what they promised, and they're going against our Constitution, we should be getting them out of office before the general election begins the next time around. Right. We have never fired any elected official during a general election. We have rewarded them. Maybe not with a re-election, not with a maybe not with a contract renewal, but with benefits. Right. 
because at the end of the term, they've earned their benefits, whether they've actually earned them or not, but they can declare that they have successfully completed their term and therefore have done a good job because they were not fired. Yeah. It's the same way that if I'm doing a contract for you to rebuild your house, I tell you it's going to take two years to do the extensive work that you need done. And by the time I'm uh, about six months into it, I've completely destroyed your house or pretty damn near doing it. Are you going to let me finish the two years? Uh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> hell no. Nah. Why do we do that with our politicians? That's a great question. They promise they're going to do one thing and they swear an oath to the Constitution within six to eight months almost on the mark. Yeah. They have either passed a law that violates the Constitution, they have made no effort whatsoever to fulfill their promises, and yet we leave them in office the rest of their time to keep going in the direction of destruction they're working on. Well, I, w- I would say a little bit, most of us feel like uh, we can't do anything about that and that we can't get them out of office. Only because... We're waiting for, for the rest of their... Uh, the rest of the politicians to get them out of office. Like right now, they're hoping to impeach Trump, so... So the Democrats are hoping that uh, they can convince the GOP to impeach Trump. I mean, you know, we're, we're going to grow very old before that happens. Didn't we go through that with Clinton and various other of presidents? Course, of course, And we still haven't learned that we have a one-party system in the United States right. of America. Right, right. One end of that single party is the Democrats, and the other end of that single party is the Republicans. They scratch each other's back, they wash each other's hands, and they protect each other very carefully in these United States. I really, really like you. Because they, cause they have us fighting. Like, oh, you know, I'm a Democrat, you're a Republican, and we, we fight tooth and nail. And these, these guys down here in D.C., they're all in on the game, man. I, I'm 100% with you. That's right. And they're laughing at us. That we have a thing in this country called political divides, and our yeah. government is expert at dividing us in every sector of population yeah. with respect to young, old, and middle-aged, uh, respect to uh, poor, rich, and middle class, with respect to left, right, and the middle politi- political parties, with respect to male, female, and trans, every conceivable division we are. Yeah. And if you happen to not fit into my particular political division, we're not going to talk. Yeah. So if there's a candidate that goes to your political division and promises you, you not to do X, Y, and Z and comes to mine and promises me that they're going to, yeah. both of us are going to elect that fool. Of course. Of and they course. are playing us for the fool. Of course. Once we drop those political divides, yeah. we're going to start talking. What do you mean John Doe promised you he was going to do X, Y, and Z? He told me he wasn't. Yeah. Well, he's either going to screw you or me or both of us, yeah. and it generally ends up being both. I would say it's going to be both Yeah, in most most uh, cases. And once we start talking with each other, only then will we win. Well, we don't really talk with each other. We talk at each other. and, and you're No, tra- you're wrong. Oh, I'm right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, you scared me for a second. But that, that's, that's happening on Facebook yeah. every single day. Yeah. You're too stupid to understand that I'm right. And you're wrong. And we don't actually discuss the issues. Because yeah. right away you're on the defense to, yeah. uh, to protect your position, your political yeah. position. So we're not getting anything done. I mean, I believe that we're, we have more in common than we don't. Yeah, kind of like right here. Oh, what's going on over here? Uh, two disagreements. One, one with one, it's political uh, theatrics uh, and the other uh, arguing. But, wow, very good. But, Anyway. All right, sir. But I'm yeah. going to let you go. But, but, but with regards to Mr. Trump, oh, yeah, yeah. cleanhonestgov.com, yes. I have been trying to get to my employee, yeah. Mr. Trump, 
to show him how he could do a much better job, a lot less costly, and complete almost all of his campaign promises in less than 100 days. Damn. Six constitutional executive orders that we should, if he's not going to do them, follow through or do with six clarifying constitutional amendments. Drain the swamp. And I'll just briefly go through these if you've got that. Draining the swamp would remove every politician and an elected officer who did not get the consent from the majority of the total number of registered voters because they are occupying the office unconstitutionally, unlawfully, in violation of the contract. The uh, illegal immigrants. Amendment, in, properly enforcing Amendment 13 will not only reduce illegal immigration, but all crime in the United States by making the penalty far more severe than the rewards of the criminal activity. Uh, the biggest... Uh, the, the biggest... The, the biggest tax break to the working class comes when people realize that your wages are not income by definition. Wages are the gain or wages are the compensation for labor. Income is the gain which proceeds from labor. So the biggest tax break to the working class is stop paying income tax on your wages. A tax break for the wealthy and those people who actually do have income. Since our income tax law is not equal protection under the law because if a, you're a billionaire and I'm a homeless person, we should pay the same number of pennies on each true dollar of income. Our nation's debt, most of that's unconstitutional. And are you aware that we, the people, are not obligated to pay any unconstitutional debt? Only those who authorized it and those who did not repeal it and having the position to do so are personally liable for that debt. Wipes it off our books. Right. Dropping it down into the billions and not trillions. That would help a lot. Oh, heck yeah. You think? And then, are you aware that the census, the sixth one, that the census is not even authorized by the U.S. Constitution? No. It isn't. No idea. The word appears in the U.S. Constitution about two times, but it appears alongside the word enumeration. The Constitution has authorized Congress to do an enumeration, not a census. An enumeration can be part of a census, but a census is not part of an enumeration. By definition, the difference is an enumeration is how many people live here? Oh, thank you. Bye. A census is how many people live here? How old are they? What's their sex? What's their age? Uh, What's their social security number? What's their color skin? What's their religion? How much money do they have in their bank account? And so on and so forth. That is a census, and that is not authorized by Congress. They want to tell on your family members that might not have a piece of paper and they didn't get an many of them not them but great grandfathers great 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 grandfathers came without official paper from the people that were here the native americans so um they want to impose what they were able to get away with on the people now so this country was founded in a way where the, the original people that were here didn't weren't consulted on how many people would so-called overpopulate it. So when anyone says, the border is closed, our country is full. Well, who perpetuated the country being full? <laughs> who decided that? Who decided that? Not the people that were from here. The people that immigrated to here that then decided that they were going to be the majority in Congress. And remember... For many years, which me and him do agree on, women didn't have the observed by our government right to vote. But they did have the right to vote. 
Susan B. Anthony should have been able to walk straight through the people that forced her not to walk through and been able to cast a ballot. Here was an attorney. Here was a landowner. Here was a white person. She didn't own a human, but she had been willed property by her grandfather. So she was a property owner. What was left? No dangle. No dick. The, the only thing left. You're from the wrong gender. Right. Couldn't vote. Well, women been fucked. This intelligent person that couldn't be yeah. a representative, a mayor, couldn't be voted in for city dog catcher. That intelligent person that had everything checked that they wanted, except for one. Didn't have the dick. Didn't have a cock. Didn't have a cock. <laughs> Well, women have been. Well, no, she had. She had what the, the <laughs> guy across the street wants to grab. Yeah, a pussy. OP Radio, paid for by National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. NHTSA is working hard to combat texting while driving. It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late, to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you can feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't. Ever. Trains are often going a lot faster than you expect them to be, and they can't stop. Even if the engineer hits the brakes right away, it could take a train over a mile to stop. By that time, what used to be your car is just a crushed hunk of metal, and what used to be you, well, better not think about that. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop, even if it sees you. The result is disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way. And you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can't. What's going on, Robert? How are you, my fine producer? <laughs> I'm just fine. I'm you're more than a you. producer. You're, you're a friend of mine. And it's time to talk about Manscaped again. Now, I love Manscaped so much. Look, I... I tamed the briar patch. They want you to tame the briar patch. I did that. I also, as you could tell, we talked about it on a past episode, I finally shaved the winter beard with the manscaped. Which was also looking like a briar patch. And now I'm like, what else can I do with this manscaped? <laughs> and uh, a couple episodes ago, I talked about how my wife shaves my back once a year. Guess what she's going to use to shave my back this season? She's going to use the lawnmower? Yes! That's how much I love Manscaped! I'm going to come in here like Yule Brenner eventually. <laughs> I want everything shaved off my body because that's how great their product is. Mowing the lawn or trimming Yeti, whatever you call it, it's about time we talked about manscaping. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, keep things trimmed and fresh below the waist. Nine out of ten women of all ages prefer their guy manscaped, but you got to have the right tools for the jewels or you'll look like you used a machete. Pop over to manscaped.com and check out their perfect package not that perfect package, oh you! The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 that was a smash hit on Shark Tank. It features the lawnmower, a precision trimmer engineered for below-the-waist grooming. Its skin-safe technology means no more accidental nicks and burns. Check out the lawnmower and the amazing grooming and hygiene products that come with your perfect package. What's that saying? Trim the shrubs and the tree stands taller? Well, get 20% off plus free shipping today. Visit manscaped.com and use promo code OPIE. Again, use promo code OPIE at manscaped. 
Manscaped.com. That's Manscaped.com. Opie Radio. Oh, Pro Flowers, welcome back to the Opie Radio Show. I've been doing business with Pro Flowers for many, 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 many years, and they're now uh, advertising on this fine podcast. I couldn't be happier. Welcome aboard, Pro Flowers. Don't forget to thank the real pros this Mother's Day. Oh, that's right, Mother's Day. My God, I got to get my flowers from Pro Flowers. I'm panicking. I can't do this live read. I got to call them and get an order in. Where would you be without your mommy? Awkward. (laughs) I got mommy problems. (laughs) <laughs> but it doesn't stop me from helping the people out on Mother's Day. <laughs> this is the good stuff. This is what they want in their live reads. Don't worry. Share some of the things your mom is a pro at and how you want to show your appreciation this year. You know, uh, a pro at making you laugh, a pro at cooking, a pro at running marathons. You get the the point. My mom was a great storyteller, Robert, and had a great personality. And the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Thank you, sir. And then, of course, uh, I will actually be getting pro flowers for my wife because my kids are too young to do the the Mother's Day thing. So I will order the flowers from Pro Flowers, and I'll put my uh, my my son and my daughter's name on the thing. They've been advertising with me for probably close to twenty years at this point, and uh, people love uh, Pro Flowers absolutely. Right now, get one dozen assorted roses for $19.99. Double the roses and get a premium vase for just $9.99 more. Visit proflowers.com. Click on the microphone in the upper right corner. Enter the code. I've been waiting a while to say this. Enter the code OPIE, O-P-I-E. That's proflowers.com. Click on the microphone. Uh, The code is OPIE, O-P-I-E. Mother's Day is May 12th, so don't wait. Order like a pro and get this amazing rose deal to thank all the moms in your life. And welcome back aboard, uh, Pro Flowers. Paid for by National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, NHTSA is working hard to combat texting while driving. If you've ever stopped at a railway crossing and the signals are flashing and you don't see the train or it looks like it's moving slow and you're thinking maybe you could get across the tracks before the train comes, think about this. You're almost 20 times more likely to die in a crash involving a train than in a collision involving another motor vehicle. 20 times more likely to die. Stop. Trains can't. Opie Radio. What the fuck? The Opie Radio Podcast. What the fuck is he talking about? I'm confused. No, I make fun. What's your thoughts on Trump? My thoughts on Trump is I I like him. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. I like that he reversed the TPP, Trans-Pacific Partnership. Sorry, but that's the full story on what I like. That's it. Do you have the... Do you have the 35 hours right now for me to go into what I don't like? How about you give me uh, one good one? I'll give you one good one. One good one. Okay. 63 times Donald Trump has attempted passing laws. Our U.S. federal judges have ruled on his proposed law changes to be unconstitutional, prohibiting his attempts to reach the floor of Congress. So his attempts of his law changes, right? At his inauguration, he put his hand on a Bible vowing to defend the Constitution and the people of the United States of America from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Hmm? Khashoggi? Well, 
if the uh, if the same bodies that are prohibiting Mr. Trump from doing this had done so with Obama and Bush, we would not have the Treason Act or the Unaffordable Care Act. And every single other president, probably besides, I you know I tend to say a lot about Eisenhower and JFK. JFK didn't get to finish his first four years, but um, those two I think came the closest, and because of their margins of victory. Um, I know JFK did hit that margin of victory to have gotten the 50% of the registered voters because there was still a lot of black people that weren't going to register to vote in 1958 and 59. You know, they know back of the bus, back of the bus, back of the bus, back of the bus, get beaten, have dogs bite you, back of the bus, back of the bus. So there was a whole lot of people that were 18 and older that actually had the right to vote that said, we're not screwing with this voting thing. We ain't dealing with that, right? When How I, long have you been out here? I started years wise. My godfather in 1981. I started helping him. So you guys have been coming here more or less every day since 81. No, okay, 81 through about 96, 97, I was helping out eight to ten overnights a month. We had a lot of volunteers when William was still alive, and then um, in 97 he was diagnosed with respiratory failure. It's the same year that. Um, Hasselasi, who I used to work for, the former king of Ethiopia, passed away. Right. So it was just a convenient time. Have you have you guys seen some crazy stuff? Have you seen any of the guys going over the fence? All of it. Yeah, You've seen all of it? Yeah, I've seen people go in the middle of the street, drop trout, take shit right in the middle of the street. Uh, <laughs> and then when the cops came to arrest him, he saw and say, they're arresting me because I'm black. Two African-American guys came over and go, what are they doing with our brother, yo? What are they doing with our brother? And I said, dude, you see that lump right there? He went out there and took a shit in public. They, they themselves said, they ain't arresting you because you're black, nigga. <laughs> They're arresting you because you're stupid. <laughs> so, it's all about people aren't stupid. Was that the best statement you've seen in front of the White House, a guy taking a dump? That's, that's, that's the, be that's the one that's a little... Uh, well, there was a eighth, eighth grade uh, junior high school group that um, had lined up and for the principal to start taking a picture. And... You know, he drops trowel. Yeah. And, you know, luckily it was an all boys school. And they're all going, but no, calm down. I want to take this. No, but, you know, they can't even get the name of their principal out because they're just so, whoa, are, are we seeing this for real? And then, um, so he says, I just want, he yells at them. And, like, I'm sure they look petrified. And he takes a picture. And then he goes, he tells, they, Tell their principal turn around, and the guy's full squat hasn't even finished the full load of rope. Another guy? No, the same guy. Oh, the same he guy. Finished that full like right. Uh, exit, right, right. and then he came out. Hey, did you know he was going to do this? Because the guy actually he bought me Wait, you're still oatmeal talking about, and I, coffee. Yeah, the same guy, the, the but shitter. Well, but then I asked about another one, and then you started telling the story about the uh, the all boys school. Yeah, the, yeah, that, he, that's the same. same. They oh, he's the up. same guy. Yeah, the same. The guy oh, came, same story. Okay. Yeah, the guy Jeez, came up and bought right, me a gotcha. coffee and an oatmeal. All you right, know? I got you and now. The okay. Secret Service doesn't know what's going on. Hey, did I tell him to do it? He goes, right. no, no, I didn't tell him to do it. He goes, he just said, hey, it's 8 o'clock. It's time. Right. He goes, it's time for what? He's already walking out there. <laughs> and he had his bag because he had his whatever, uh, pancakes and sausage from McDonald's too. And, you know, of course, he had, he had some coffee to make sure that came out right. good. And um, I say, well, look in there and he might have... Um, he might have napkins in there, and he did. And he had the clamshell from his big breakfast. So they make the guy 
they're going to go out there and make the guys start scooping it up. The African-American guys came up here. They said what they said. And when they're surrounding him, he stands up and he thinks he's going to grab Dick and start. And he got a little bit of his urine out before they threw him to the ground. Oh, yeah. And and messed him up. And then, yeah. And now they have to mess him up, right? They, yeah, they got a few kicks in and Did, a few swings in. I, you can't blame Secret Service at that point, no? Yeah, they had the reason to be mad. <laughs> okay, good. good they had a little reason to be mad. But yeah, I think but that you think, still don't but beat if, them up. Yeah. But, if, but if you are in the job where you're supposed to be expecting the worst and it happens, yeah. it doesn't give you any extra authority to violate people's yeah, rights. To beat them. I, mean, yeah. I, I think that... Who they beat up was somebody that might have been psychologically impaired. Yeah. Or he, he wasn't drunk. Definitely. He talked to a statement. <laughs> oh, he was making a statement, all right. Right, right. I know, I know. Luckily, I was too far away from to smell it. But they bring their own horses. Park police bring their own horses here. And they take lumps this big. And it's very offensive. And they leave them, yeah. So you guys are here just to try to keep the uh, the government honest, basically, right? Right. right. That's right. And, I mean, And have you seen any anybody go over the, the fence? Oh, yeah. Times. Actually, the guy and that got over. It? And where does the Secret Service come to Check chase them? There was there was four of them or so by this unit right here talking to each other. Um, let's see. That unit was a little closer, and it was an SUV that day. And there's three of them over there chick chatting. And there was two. There was only two, and they were the young ones because you know these guys feel like they didn't have to do much. So the young ones they were mixing in a crowd. And the Washington Times had reported that. Don, that uh, sorry, Barack Obama's helicopter was going to be leaving at 7 p.m. Well, it lifted at about 7:05, and they're all here. They want to take photos of yeah, Barack yeah. Obama leaving. Oh my God! Take photo, photo, photo time, photo time. And so there was a lot of people here, and seven of them were not dealing with the crowd whatsoever. And that happens frequently. Frequently. Oh, so- oh they'll they'll have a powwow of eight or nine bike. Bike here, police here, there, up in the park, congregating. Oh, so the Secret Service weren't dealing with the crowd control, really. They were yeah. more worried about Barack Obama and the helicopter taking off from behind oh, the White House, yeah. which they must be quite the sight. They were more concerned about their personal conversation they were having, not paying attention <laughs> yeah, to what yeah, the crowd yeah, was doing. Yeah. Like, like, I like you guys. Yeah, like you see that one with, of course, misogynistic. You see that one with big boobs. Are they going to talk oh, so about they're, that? So they're talking about the, the oh, hot yeah, women the walking by. Oh, they'll talk to, to me. Yeah, yeah. How about that? So then this guy realized. Because you realized, know I'm part of the good old boy fraternity because sure. I'm a male. Because I got the cock that Susan yeah. B didn't. Yeah. So so this guy saw an opportunity and said, you know what? They're not really paying attention. I'm going over the fence. So actually, the the uh, Sunday before, and it's already October. So the Sunday before, he came by and he lifted his shirt. And, you know, it's October. So I'm thinking maybe it's a Halloween costume. And he lifts his shirt, and there's a hatchet, and I think it might be a play hatchet. Put his shirt down pretty quickly over it. And I said, as, you know, at that point, I just start singing Rocket Man by Elton John, but I changed the lyrics to Hatchet Man. Hatchet Man, you're going to go and murder everyone. And then little boy won't see dad for a long, long time. I think I sang it smoother when I sang sure, it with him. Sure. It was sort of like off the cuff, right? You just and, knew this and, guy and was and he in goes trouble. Like, and he goes like this to me. Thumbs up. Yeah. And he walks off and he goes, okay, one what? Pretty damn cool, cool costume of a guy that's going to go butcher people. So on this day, which was Sunday, and then that was Friday, and he jumps the fence and he gets his, himself all the way inside. Wait, you well, saw him run... Jump over the fence yeah, with on the hatchet? Yeah, I'm the one. No, no, no. On the day on Friday, he didn't have a hatchet. Okay. 
he might have got some advice from people that he was talking to. Right. Not to have the hatchet. So when you first saw him, he, he had, had a hatchet. A, yeah, and the next time he had a, a good steak knife. Okay. A long steak knife. So, but I'm the one that yelled, there's a jumper. And as loud as I've ever heard myself yell, and I was a punk rock singer in four different punk rock bands. Yeah. And it was louder than I ever wow. sang on mic. And then these guys turn around and one, I'm talking about like 240 pound, five foot six secret service runs over there. I was surprised that he could move that fast. And he, and the guy is fully over the fence, almost his feet hitting the grass. And he still makes a swipe to act like he was making the concerted effort to get the guy. When I yelled, because again, Barack Obama's helicopter had left. Well, our helicopter that yeah, yeah. he used during his eight years. Um, the There was still Secret Service on the top of the White House, which we know sometimes could be up to 16 yeah. of them. But for this, it was probably about eight of them. They run to the front of the U.S. flagpole, and one points his gun and releases no warning shot. Another thing. So not, not at attention... To the task. Yeah, the immediate area. Okay. Um, not noticing a guy approaching the fence. Um, not releasing the dogs. The guys on the roof not firing a warning shot. And then as soon as the guy on the roof said stop, the guy starts zigzagging. I was like, I think he's militarily trained. Because that's what they train you to do if something's from above. So he was zigzagging across the lawn? Yeah. On his way to the front door? Well, on the way to the front door. Wow. And then my my jaw dropped. They're t- yelling at everyone, up to 8th Street, up to 8th Street, up to 8th Street. I, my mouth drops as I see him open the front door and get his ass inside the White House. Okay. At that point, everyone's already exited. They, I tuck in. Watch. Or did he just watch too uh, many movies? Say that again. Was it military training or did he just watch too many movies? Yeah. <laughs> Later on, we found out that it was two-tour um, oh. of duty in, in uh, Iraq. So you slid into your makeshift uh, and I'm shelter here. Yes, and, and I'm listening. We're in the shelter now, and, yes. And so I hear from my left side a, a vehicle come up, and I look, and it's all black. And I go, fucking hell. Department of Justice. We're talking about two and a half minutes, three minutes after. But if there was a Department of Justice vehicle in the era, they're going to come. And these heads are going to roll. They all were. They all came over all at the same time. Heads are going to roll. Heads are going to roll on this one. And um, then he got back into his vehicle and he sped around into the entry gate on this side. And I saw the vehicle come up to you know the path, the drive path right in front of the White House. I see him run in and also run in. But one thing I didn't notice him do, when he got there, as I'm like this, because my arms are decently strong. Yeah. And you're in a wheelchair. I, I just have to say for the yeah. for the visual here. So you're you're pulling yourself up on your wheelchair so you get a better view. And the guy didn't stop right when he got into the White House. Okay. So I go, damn and I grab a sign, which was pretty much against what government does to us all the time. And I grab the bucket and I start with, hey, Filippo, you haven't been at 8th Street yet? I go, no. And they go, how much did you 
man, I was busy like putting things together here and grabbing the right sign, finding the right sign to go up there. <laughs> and then, okay, okay. They were and, scared you saw too much. <laughs> yeah. And one of them rolled me up there. Really? Which he knows is rare. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah. let me do they let me do it. So um okay, I get up there. El Tiempo Latino, Washington Hispanic, LA Times, uh I'm you know, local affiliate, New York Times, uh, New York City College, the, the UCLA Bruin, the Cronkite um, Network, which also prints their newspaper. They're from Arizona State University. Um, Ye Ethiopia Gazeta, Kenya Kiswahili, um, Sao Paulo Nova from Brazil, um, El, uh, El País from A lot Spain. of media is basically all what media. you're saying. And right. they're all coming I up. I get it. And they want, and they go, and they're going, uh, I say, who's got um, the who's got the good? Um, and Ethiopia Gazette says, "Filipos, get in Jura, not Yesilkale." So they're saying, "I just called for you to get in Jura, like Ethiopian food." And they're going, "He's going first. <laughs> so you know, I'm I'm eating my way through the interviews because they're also going to ask questions. So there's you know like 15 seconds opportunity. I'm getting my food in there, and then. Um, Different networks are coming up, and they're, hey, $50 Starbucks card. I said, D did I hear $50 Starbucks card? Okay. <laughs> this interview is not done yet. So another guy comes in, $100 IHOP. He goes, I like Starbucks coffee better than IHOP, but I'll take that $100. Uh, i will put you a second. So they're all getting moved back. <laughs> Would you believe it that the Washington Times came through with two chicken I mean chicken sandwiches. Nice. On the dollar Congratulations. Menu. On the dollar menu. Good for you, buddy. No coffee, <laughs> no tea. Good for you. Nada. Just two dollar two dollar item. So they, the media negotiates with uh with, with No, I'm the I'm the guy that lays the law. I wonder okay. what the food, the Ethiopian food that was gonna come was only thirteen dollars, yeah. but it was it's, it but was coming. Negotiating with gift cards and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so uh oh, Fox man. News they just decided, wow. Filipos, when are you going to be here in the morning? It's about 8 o'clock. Because it was Friday night, so about 8 o'clock. And so they had a $50 IHOP. And this is, of course, the next day. And they had um, hot pancakes, eggs. I haven't been diagnosed with the diabetes yet. Um, had the syrup, had, you know, I don't mean to laugh at that. 24 ounce coffee. And I told, by the way, if you come, if it's a big coffee, six creams, if it's a regular size coffee, three. So, you know, it came exactly like I told her. Well, when I get up there, they said, well, they're saying that, um, secrets, I mean, that, uh, Department of Justice agent came to the White House, then that he caught him right at the front door, said, no, it's complete bullshit. You got in. He and got you were the one that told everybody. Yeah. And they they did not print what I said, some of what I said, but not that part. And then eight days later, when the official report came out from the Department of Justice, they got fingerprints on eight interior doorknobs. He wasn't taken down the front door. And I was telling the truth eight days before media decided to... Listen, and until the DOJ released fact, they were trying to cover their ass. Of By course. that time, the head of the Secret Service, her head rolled. She wasn't out here. 
She gives them instructions on what to do. They're not supposed to be kicking back and not doing their job. They're fools. You see underneath every single light pole? You see the bulb cameras? They're 80 feet on both sides, every 60 feet in the park. They think they can get away with this crap. That's why when we see them congregating in the park like they're away from these cameras, there's seven or eight of them together, we're just looking at each other and going, they don't even know that they're already lit. Right. You know, and that's time that they can find somebody to take their position at $65,000, the entry level for a Secret Service guy. You're gone because you're already in 93000 And guess what? You're a lot closer to reaching that retirement. Right. You just do one more slip up. You're gone. So guess what? Abraham Lincoln said, put your boot heel on the throat of government until you get a response. And that's what I do. And John Kennedy said, those that make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. Damn. So there are presidents that have dug what we do. Right. Right? Eisenhower. What did Eisenhower say? That's about the weapons that we used in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Those two. He actually, no, he actually said damn. But they edited that on Time Magazine. Those two damn things were not necessary. Right. So they took off the word damn. There you go. There were seven of our eight generals that did not want to follow the orders of Harry Truman. Oh, yeah, it starts with T-R-U-M. Truman. <laughs> uh, they didn't want to follow his orders, but there was MacArthur that. So he, he's the one that was the head of the Anola Gay. Right. Um, but it would have been <coughs> Ike if he Bless you. didn't. Thank you. If he didn't refuse. So he had, uh, he had the right of first refusal, I guess. And then he became next president. I think, so, I think some people actually respected Ike. He became the very next president after Truman. He told the truth. Yeah. You know, telling the truth once in a while, yeah. it should become trendy. Yeah. You think so? I'd like it. I, I would like the truth uh, more than I get it. Yeah. But listen, I got to go, man. This was awesome. Peace what's your, what's you, your name? Filippos. Filippos, and you're outside the White House pretty much every day. And my yeah, friend and over here. He my, what's Dan, your name again? Dan Kingery. He yeah, you did a great job, man. Yeah, he does. He does. A lot of times, well, a decent amount of times, I pass the baton to him, and he passes the baton right back, and it's, you know, and and then I I do I'll say uh, there's Neil Cousins, there's Craig Thompson who's doing about six hours a week, and then uh, there's Shell Ivoli, right, who, who helps us out too. There's a lot of reading. There's a but, lot. Uh, but there's a lot the, of there's the a... most hours is him right at this time. Yeah, you know. If I have if I have a strong guy that's willing to, yeah, I don't mind doing. There you go, a man. Less because why not? They, they they don't always last forever. That right. that next person. Listen, man, you got a lot of signs here. Yeah, that, yeah. Which is your favorite sign? That's Want to wisdom and honesty. First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibit mm-hmm. pro, prohibiting. Prohibiting, oh my God, prohibiting. I'm tired. I've been looking at monuments all day, bro. I'm tired on those uh, on those dangerous scooters that the homeless people have been war- warning me about. They, I, I got on with my little son and they're like, ah, ah. homeless people are telling us, don't ride the scooters. They're dangerous. They're dangerous, yeah. We've seen people, I've seen people crash out. I've seen people. Get really bad raspberries. Yeah, no, but it's it's a good way to get around to see all the monuments. Yeah, uh, or prohibiting, of course, the free exercise thereof. 
uh, and it goes on and on there. So. Well, okay, yeah, the First Amendment, it's part of the Constitution. Yes. He yes. stands up for the Constitution. Yes. And some things, people ask me, how can I have Dan here? And I go, one what? We both smart. believe in the Constitution of the United States of America, yeah. and we both wish that they would follow it much closer to the letter of the law. Right. Actually, straight down the letter of the law instead of always trying to you guys, create new law. You guys seem to stick out a little more here because uh, you have a little more intelligence than than uh, there's a guy yelling and screaming over there, yeah, half naked. Why not? I'll. I'll if if Bruce is hungry, I'll I'll, I'll help him out a little we, bit. No, we both do. Like, yeah. what's about, brother Bruce about? Brother Bruce is about that. Uh, the no 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 wrong thing ever happened in the United States till Donald Trump got inaugurated. Oh, okay. And yeah. it, it all started with him. It all started with him. And um, that the Democrats are actually the salvation of the of the planet Earth. Yeah. Okay. That, <laughs> okay. Uh, the Democrats that there's never been a Democrat and that he, did anything. And he's uh, a 2020 presidential candidate. Yeah. Huh? And he is a 2020 presidential candidate. Oh, yeah. of course he is. All right. he's, he's running as a homeless person to lift everybody up from the bottom. That's oh, his right. campaign. And we got to remember this flag here. Yeah. Uh, this is a Libyan flag. Wow. And uh, this last weekend was the six-year anniversary of Hillary Clinton having their leader killed. So All right. Not, with that, so I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to come back and talk to you guys tomorrow before I head back to New York. All right, Thank you so much. All right. All right. Thank you, Dan. All right. We'll see you guys. Uh, I got to wrap this one up right here. Yes, and I got to wrap it up by myself uh, since Joey was still sipping fruity cocktails in Jamaica. When is he getting back from vacation? Any day now. Any day, good. But with that said, this episode does end here on your podcast app, but it doesn't actually end. That's right. More to come from my time in D.C., but this is what you got to do. I know this is confusing. Just, Just bear with me and go with it, people. Uh, You'll have to go to my YouTube channel, Opie Radio. It's right on the front page. Very obvious. And you could uh, hear the rest of this episode. What you're saying? I know. It's crazy. (laughs) Crazy is an accurate and descriptive word for what what you'll see when you go there. Oh, yeah. No, it gets way better. Way better. And you could hear the the self-produced and self-released episode in its entirety, okay? I know this is strange, but just go with it. We're trying something here. We want you to be able to experience Opie in what we call in the industry a 360 environment. Is that what's going on, Robert? It's a 360 environmental experiment. Boy, are you a good actor. I know you're curious. You should be, because when you go to Opie Radio on YouTube, you'll hear one controversial protester and a guy running for president for the homeless, and it gets loud, really loud. It gets heated, and it gets very political, but I can't say any more than that for now. So I want to thank you for listening to part of my time spent in D.C. Please rate five stars on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed to this fine podcast. And please go to my YouTube channel to hear the surprise guests, actual protesting, and a megaphone battle worthy of your time. I'm telling you. Yes, you heard me correctly. A megaphone battle at Opie Radio on YouTube. Basically, the rest of the episode is on my YouTube channel. Simple as that. Go to Opie Radio on YouTube. It'll be right on the front page. It'll be very easy, okay? All right. With that, Joey, wrap it up. Joey. Oh, Joey. Joey, you are fired. Joey! Oh, is he still in Jamaica, Robert? Or the Secret Service got him. <laughs> All right, I got this. On Opie Radio. Doesn't he end like that? He ends like that. <laughs>
perfect. 